Welcome to Everything Life Coaching. I'm John Kim. And I'm Noelle Cordeaux. We are the founders of Lumia. And we're super passionate about all things coaching, and we want to share what we've learned from over a decade of coaching and training thousands of life coaches. Let's dive into the science and magic of coaching. On today's episode, we're going to talk about trends of 2023. And Noel, I'm assuming we're not talking about clothing. No, we're not. Um, And I think the most obvious trend is that this is the first video recording that we have of our podcast. Yeah, which is, you know, um, I don't know about for you, but for me, video, I mean, I'm always playing with my phone and the video is always on. So this is just another day for uh, John Kim. But for Noel, this might this might be a little bit, um, you know, you're seeing her face. It might be a little bit awkward. It might be a little bit scary. I don't know. I mean, awkward and scary are two words that uh, that flow through my life on a regular basis. But yeah, I mean, you're definitely a lot more into uh, used to video now these days yeah. than you were, you know, years ago. Absolutely, absolutely. But it's a fun chapter. I'm excited for this chapter to to hang with people in a different way and get into all things life coaching. So, thanks for being my partner in all this. Yeah, and thanks for setting the example of doing things that are a little uncomfortable. So I think um, I think that's great. Uh, speaking of clothes uh, and trends, you know the '90s are coming back uh, strong, and I feel like because uh, '90s is you know high school and college for me. Yeah, um, it's been like what is it? Is it thirty years since the '90s? Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> And I, I feel like it was just, you know, maybe 10 years, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, high school, you know, um, stonewashed jeans and all these things. And now 90s is really like they've become like the the, ni- the cars in the 90s are vintage now. And it's just blowing my mind how fast time is going and how, you know, I feel. I know. I, mean, I, I mean, I loved the 90s musically, first of all. Yeah, I think that yeah. was like some some golden years. And what I, I I'm here for stonewashed jeans. I think that we should get matching jeans and rock them together. All right. Well, <laughs> we will embrace uh, all the the retro that's coming back um, as we talk about the uh, the trends of 23. Yeah, and yeah. and let's talk about trends because they're you know there are so many trends in wellness that are coming forward right now. And so when I looked at the the data, the research, and what I do, so folks know, is I go through all of the industry reports in wellness. There are some huge, heavy-hitting publications, the Global Wellness Summit, Mind Body Green, Well and Good is a think tank out of the UK. And I read all of the data on the market trends. And then I pull out all of the trends that coaches need to be aware of. And I selected just a couple this year to get folks oriented to the places where we're really seeing the the major shifts and the heavy hitting punches. So that if folks are thinking about their niche or changing direction or developing their business in the new year, they will have everything that they need to go. So let's get into it. Yeah. Um, the first piece, and I'm, I'm so curious about your take on this, um, is that m- most folks are starting to return to in real life fitness experiences. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I was going to say, I know for me, that was a game changer. Um, I used to work out by myself most of my life. And so uh, when I found functional fitness and classes and all that, uh, and there was that, that explosion about 10 years ago, uh, yoga. Uh, you know, Pilates, all these classes, um, 
man, that was exciting because I got to leave the house, engage with someone, social. I mean, engage with people socially, build, be a part of a community, and then also get my workout on. It seems like that's kind of uh, coming back. It is, and and the reason that it went away was was the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking back to that period, I know you and I both got rowing machines. Yeah. Um, we both started running. It only lasted like literally ten minutes for me, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I 12, think you, twelve for me. You stuck with it a little bit longer, and you know I think what we're seeing right now is um, many of these trends are a boomerang from from the pandemic experience of folks mm. centering on well what's really important to me right now and i think that with this returning to in real life fitness mm-hmm. um we're seeing a renewed commitment to health to maintaining one's body mm-hmm. um and people have been really under prioritizing their health and so what we see especially from the space of coaching and from the perspective of coaching is that it's more helpful to do things in partnership with others than it is to do them on your own. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's true. Where are some of the places in the world of fitness that you see coaches plugging in? Uh, Mindset is a big one. Um, I think using fitness as a way into conversations. Um, um, I, I, I believe that uh, um, a lot of the fears, a lot of challenges we have with uh, uh, movement and stuff inside a classroom ripples outward. So kind of using fitness as a door into other conversations. And I, I think uh, a lot of people are attracted to that because it, it doesn't feel so clinical, you know? Um, so that, that feels more casual and it's, it feels tangible. So um, I see a lot of that happening. Absolutely. Uh, one of the areas where where I see the juxtaposition of of coaching and fitness taking place is folks who have gone through our Lumia program who are top-notch trainers. Mm-hmm. And I've heard a lot of people describe the way that going through coach training has actually changed the way that they train people. Oh, in- interesting in letting the client kind of lead in to where their fitness um, level is and where their Mm -hmm. fitness fears are that the trainers are looking at this from a coaching perspective and saying, well, if we really let the client lead, that client is going to tell me where their mental fear threshold is and then Mm -hmm. where their actual baseline is. And I'll let them start with where their fear level is, even if they're capable of, for example, doing a box jump, they might be afraid of it. So I'm going to meet them exactly where they're at and orient the fitness program to actually break through the fear cycle versus the fitness level, which I thought was a really cool approach. Yeah. I think there's a lot more customization in fitness today. Um, I like that instead of uh, just telling people what to do, you know, which is um, a lot of, uh, uh, you know, old school fitness. It is. It is. Yeah. And so I, that combination of the the client-coach relationship, meeting in person, going back into person is, I think, where we're really seeing um, the way that coaching is changing the fitness industry. And, mm-hmm. you know, cheers and hats off to all of our Lumia coaches who are out there um, engaging people in this way. Uh, the outcome is that when people uh, make choices about what they're going to do, versus being told what to do, they're more likely to stick with whatever Mm, it is that they're doing. All right. 
Next up, we have a trend that is near and dear to my heart because before Lumia, before coaching, um, I was in my PhD in human sexuality and I was mm -hmm. studying to become a sex therapist. Yeah. And the big trend that we're seeing right now is the growth of sexual wellness as something that uh, consumers are, are clamoring for. Um, what's been your experience with this space? Yeah, I, I definitely feel that. Um, just all around uh, exploration, uh, new definitions of sex and intimacy, mm. also um, a lot of men um, realizing how uh, pornography and locker rooms have created their definitions and now trying to shed some of that, create something new. Uh, there's definitely, I think, a shakeup and a, uh, um, but it's very empowering, a shakeup and uh, rediscovery, I think, of sex intimacy. Absolutely. And I, I think this is another area too, where we're seeing a massive boomerang from the pandemic. So, yeah. you know, sexual wellness, sexual health, people talking about how they want to have sex, who they want to have sex with, how they want to experience relationships in traditional ways or non-traditional ways has always been something that's pretty taboo and something mm -hmm. that people mm -hmm. have um, had to discover on their own by themselves in secrecy, maybe in random chat rooms. Right. And what happened as an outcome of the pandemic is that very broadly, people are no longer willing to compromise things that are deeply important to them um, in terms of their their personal well-being and their life experiences. And I think for the first time in our history, we're starting to see this collective push towards pleasure and saying, yeah. you know what, experiencing pleasure, experiencing sex, love, joy, relationship is part of the way that well-being functions. And this is a huge and rapidly expanding niche for coaches because of how new it is. Mm -hmm. Because so many people are scared of sexuality. <laughs> so many people want um, to experience new and different things, but have no idea where to begin, no idea how to go about connecting even to themselves in this arena, let alone connecting with others. And that's where having a coach on hand to really walk you through the experience of, well, you know, how do I go out and find a partner or a community mm -hmm. or a new experience for myself? Um, yeah. Or, or even if you're in a relationship, how do I, uh, express to my partner that, um, you know, I, I want something different or I want to be touched in a different way. And um, I think a lot of people uh, have been having sex for the other person or mm. giving or, you know, the giant shoulds instead of um, it being more of a shared experience. And then finally asking, what do I want? What makes me feel good? And exploring all of that. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's such diversity in the way that coaches practice in this space. Um, in my own practice, one of the, th I do colonized mind work in my own practice. And um, an area that people come to me for is non-traditional relationships and non-monogamy. Mm -hmm. um, and that is 
something that I've seen an uptick in requests for non-monogamy specifically in my own private practice. And then looking out at our, our Lumia coaches, um, Rena has been focusing on female sexual pleasure. Um, and she's yeah. also seeing an uptick in non-monogamy. Um, one of our coaches, Dawn Davis, has been focusing on um, kink and BDSM. She's seeing an explosion in in her practice. Um, we have Maria Two Straps, who yeah. she's uh, she, Maria has had a wild ride. Um, she's in LA. She works on film sets as an intimacy coordinator, mm. and when she jump-started her private practice, she actually will go into the bedroom with couples to like help them understand how to explore toys and mm -hmm. set everything up in a really safe way. And to your point about men, one of the crazy things that Maria started experiencing as a kinky, queer, um, Asian coach practitioner is that her main client audience is, is men. heterosexual men. Yeah. yeah. What do you make of that? I think it's awesome. I know her. Uh, obviously, I know Rena as well. And uh, she is running groups right now. Um, and it's basically um, dating questions that men have um, answered by a lesbian. And so <laughs> just switching it up and giving men uh, a, something through a different lens. I think mm -hmm. is really refreshing and courageous and awesome. Also, she's, she shows up very... Um, who she is, you yeah. know? Um, so yeah, I think she's great. And that's one of the keys to coaching writ large is, is showing up, you know, as you yeah. are, yeah. um, as you are with someone, I had a, a new client session last week and we worked on a coming out letter to her parents and I sat there and just cried right mm -hmm. along with my client because it was so deep and it was so poignant and it was such, um, it was such a touching experience that I got to to share with somebody so vulnerably, and yeah. and that's who I am, you know, crying. <laughs> yeah. I I will feel things right alongside of people, and yeah. so if if this is an area that you're interested in, there's so much room for growth. You know, I'm also thinking of um, Chris Sherry, who's in um, Canada. He's he does sexual surrogacy work, which is another mm -hmm. way that that coaches can really have a, a ton of impact in this arena. And it's legal in the state of California. So sexual surrogacy work is a combination of a coaching and touch to help people who are trauma survivors get mm -hmm. comfortable with touch, being touched, being held. Um, and it, it's it's a absolutely beautiful way wow. to work. So if this is something that you're interested in, um, think about it, get into it, get curious about it. And it's worth noting that the trend of sexual well-being broke through the wellness media barrier and actually showed up last week in The Economist. Wow. <laughs> I couldn't believe it because I, I read, I'm dorky, I read The Economist and I was like, oh my God, they're talking about sexual wellness. Like, wow, like this really moved out of the mind, body, green and um, wellness space into economics because it's such yeah. a big trend right now. Yeah, I'm excited to see where all of that goes um, and how it continues to grow and also um, how it impacts um, coaching you know, what we me do with that. So, yeah, me too. And one of the things that I think I'm the most curious about with the sexual wellness piece is it seems to be coming at a time when 
there's been an uptick in hate speech mm-hmm. um, and violence towards folks of diverse sexual identity. Um, we're seeing a lot of, uh, you know, protests of drag shows right now. And there was that horrible shooting in Colorado Springs. And um, there's been anti-trans legislation across the board. And so I think that we're, we're starting to see this fissure in society where, where the old way is Mm -hmm. clamping down harder, but what the consumer base is saying what the market is saying is we want sex. We want it now. And we want to explore all of the different ways where it's possible for us. And to me, um, that that's really exciting because, you know, ultimately the market will command the direction of society. So let's go everyone. (laughs) Let's push this rock up the hill. Whenever there's ever a a shakeup in general, there's always going to be pushback. And so part of us seeing that. Yeah. Yeah. Next up um, is is the arena of mental fitness. What does that mean to mm-hmm. you? Oh man, for I just uh, the word that comes to my mind is burpees. But, uh, <laughs> mental fitness. Uh, you know, our bodies uh, can go a lot further than we think, and so um, training our minds through uh, physical movement to stretch, or what I call um, stretch the white zone. Um, when, when I do fitness, I try to get to, uh, that space where, uh, not where I'm like, you know, tapping out, but where it's very difficult, uh, as fast as I can. And I try to stay there as long as I can. So, uh, that's one thing I do, but that's a, a, a form of mental fitness. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, mental fitness is essentially mental health, mental well-being, and, um, paying attention to the fact that. Our, our brains and the way that we experience our internal existence is just as important, if not more important, than making sure that our physical external bodies are healthy and sound. And so yeah. in the same way that we're seeing this return to in real life fitness, we're seeing a trend that's really pushing towards taking care of our brains and our emotions and our hearts and our souls. There was a really um, interesting pull quote that came out of Wondermind, which is Mm -hmm. um, a platform that's really seeking to destigmatize mental health. um, Yeah, I'm on the the advisory board for Wondermind. Ah, (laughs) cool. I asked you if you were part of this and you said, no, I never heard of them. (laughs) Uh, Because when Noelle sends you something that asks a question, there's like a gazillion links. I have no idea what she's talking about. So um, I was like, no, I don't think so. But um, (laughs) yes, I am. I am a part of it. It's uh, uh, Selena Gomez's uh, platform. Awesome. Yeah. So the the head of content for Wondermind said that um, people often think about mental health as something that you focus on only when you're in crisis, rather than as a crucial part of how you show up in the world. So taking care of your mental health doesn't have to be expensive, inaccessible, and time consuming. And this is one of the areas where we're seeing uh, an uptick in in opportunities for coaches because coaching sits on the bookends of crisis. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are starting to work with coaches in terms of mindfulness and meditation, 
performance, performance at work, um, stress, stress reduction, burnout, burnout coaching is huge. All of this plays yeah. into mental fitness, mental well-being. What are some areas that you see that coaches are really getting in there with people and pushing this trend? You know, I was going to say um, the the, stig the the word that comes to my mind is um, um, stigma and trying mm -hmm. to uh, erase stigma. It's one of the things that Wonder Mind is doing uh, that it's uh, that mental health um, or if you think different or if you struggle with different things and all of that, um, that it's okay and it shouldn't be hidden, um, you know, or lined with shame. So uh, it, it, there's, there's that movement happening as well. I think the new generation, um, because our parents, um, you know, we, we grew up with our parents basically thinking if we went to therapy, we're crazy to now, now the new generation putting um, mental uh, wellness at, you know, at the top, you know, three or, or, you know, up there with, um, you know, um, success and, and, uh, education and all the things that, uh, you know, that we're important. Put a lot of like, on. Yeah. I know people who put that in their dating profiles. Like if you're not mm. in therapy, I don't want to date you. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is great because now, uh, we're, we're putting it, uh, putting therapy, mental, uh, wellness, coaching all of it on stage front and center, shining the spotlight on it, embracing it and saying, um, this is important to, to us. Absolutely. And yeah. I think implicit in here too, thinking about, you know, what's next to the future, it's all about diversity. Um, yeah. I know that um, neurodiversity is is a huge piece. Yeah, of, that's, new and, that's new and big right now, I think. It is. Yeah. And, and that's in, in this mental fitness um, mm -hmm. trend. You know, if you're ADHD, having an ADHD coach to help yeah. you understand your brain through the really specific lens um, that that you might happen to see through and helps you really make sense of your world. Um, sober coaching, dealing with substances, um, that's a huge part of mental fitness. Mm -hmm. um, and it goes on and on and on and on. So, you know, every aspect of diversity that people might experience when you drill down into that as a coach and you're flying your flag around the more specific you can get the better job you'll do at attracting your people mm -hmm. to it i think breakups are in here too um uh overcoming breakups i think single your your book single on purpose that would totally fall into mental Trending. fitness yeah uh, mental fitness yeah yeah i think uh uh, a singlehood has always, um, I think up until recently has been, um, you know, um, that means you're defective. You're less than why are you single? What's wrong with you? Mm -hmm. I have a friend, I, you know, I need to solve this problem. And, uh, I think people who are single now are finally saying, you know what, I'm actually good and we can smash the ticking clock and I can be single for a while. Doesn't mean that I want to be single forever, but, um, Really kind of giving singlehood a cape and, and empowering that, uh, I think, is also happening. And, uh, and a lot of people are single on purpose forever, too. And so mm, destigmatizing yeah. that as a lifestyle choice. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, th I think this, too, flows into the feminist space of body mm -hmm. acceptance mm -hmm. and um, acceptance around different aspects and versions of womanhood in general is yeah. a huge part of this not not everyone wants uh the picket fence with the you know 2.2 kids and like uh it, it, that's a blueprint that's been passed down and so uh 
yeah, customization. Customization. That's that's what it's all about. Um, another piece that's coming through that I got really excited about seeing because it so uh, specifically ties into the work that so many of our Lumia coaches are doing is um, it's 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 a two part two parter. It's wellness travel directed at experiencing psychic services. Mm. And this trend is backed by big money, big, big, big money. So we're seeing um, like the Arizona Biltmore um, now has Reiki sessions mm. alongside mm. of your facials. And we've also seen this coming from, um, you know, pretty much every big name spa out there has all sorts of of different things that that you can do in alignment with that. We're seeing um, uh, astrology readings taking yeah. place at different spas and wellness retreats. There are so many different targeted um, vacation packages. There are now retrograde escapes being mm -hmm. marketed. And this trend, at least what the literature is saying, at least um, what all of the data is saying, is that this trend is coming once again from a backlash from the pandemic, that people have lost trust in traditional systems. Yeah. So that's like church, school, government, mm -hmm. and let's go astrology. <laughs> <laughs> I want to put my faith in the stars and say, yeah. Um, yeah. Also, um, psychedelics, obviously. Mm -hmm. Huge. Yeah, it's huge. And that, that all ties in to experiencing um, different aspects of spirituality and, and maybe even a return to a state of nature. You know, just even thinking about like looking up at the stars, that's probably something that we can all say ties us to the core of our common humanity. You know, since the dawn of civilization, we've looked at the stars and wondered, you know, what the fuck we're doing here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I see this happening um, with our, our coaches as well. Uh, there are so many of our coaches who do this work, who lead retreats, who take yeah. people out into nature, um, who read tarot, who do birth chart readings. Um, Catherine Schwartz in Tennessee, she combines Reiki, healing, coaching, and nature walks, mm. helping people reintegrate with nature. I know Chris Clark um, in Oregon combines tarot and coaching. Mm. Millie, astro yeah. consciousness in LA, she does her birth chart readings and she does um, retreats mindfulness meditations with Barb. Um, and I know I'm missing people, but they're, it's, it's a fantastic field. Um, you and I have both given these services as gifts to each other over the years. Right, right. It's not uh, woo anymore. It's just becoming kind of mainstream common language, you know, Absolutely. astrology and, and readings. Yeah. Something that knocked my socks off when I was doing research to have this conversation was that um well and good which is a a wellness based think tank out of the uk uh, found and quoted an icf certified travel coach mm. and i that i you know it 
I get so excited every time I see the words ICF and coach in print in big publications because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is heralding, you know, everything that we've been talking about, the importance of certification, the credentialing, the letters after your name, seeing coaching legitimized in this way in print. And um, the person who was interviewed, her name is Camilla Castro, Mm -hmm. and she does, um, she calls herself a mindful travel coach. And Mm. she's been seeing people seeking out these kind of services as a way to find spiritual grounding and more and more and more travelers out there are wanting to go away, leave their everyday lives, tap into something new and have these experiences. And so if you're thinking about what you can do differently as a coach in 2023, this might be a really cool avenue to explore. And this might be a really cool avenue to explore in terms of partnerships. Mm-hmm. Um, John, I know you've been part of retreats in the past. Yeah. What has what's that experience like as a coach? What like what was it like for you to be a part of that? Uh, for me, it was great because uh, I spend most of my days uh, in the garage slash studio uh, or by myself writing or making videos. So. Um, to go on a retreat and help other people in person in a group setting and also in a, uh, a location that can be beach, jungle, you know, somewhere really cool. Um, it's amazing. I mean, I know people uh, who that's their, they don't want to private practice. They just want to run retreats because they get so much from it. So um, yeah, retreats are huge now. I mean, they, they've all, they've been growing, but now they're just, there's retreats everywhere you go and coaches are running them and putting them, them together and you could uh, get hired to be a part of a retreat or you could run your own. So, yeah. And I, that's, I think too, where I see so many partnerships form within our Lumia community mm-hmm. is people have such awesome collections of services. So we might have a mindset coach coach paired with somebody who does readings paired with somebody who does mindfulness or yoga paired with somebody who does improv and throw it Mm -hmm. all together in a retreat and the guests get such a wonderful experience. So we're starting to see so many of those partnerships bubble up within our organization. Um, I have one more trend for us and it's, it's a big one. Um, And I think that this is another one that I'm going to personally predict alongside sexual wellness. These are going to be the big booms coming in 2023. And this is um, community-based well-being centers. Mm, Yeah. This is another area where there's really big money. Both on and offline? um, No, this is... This is, well, I think Lumia is a really fantastic example of a Mm community-based online uh, experience. And we did this, you know, long before the pandemic made virtual communities a thing and and long before this was ever a need, um, simply because coaching is such a a new field that we needed to band together as a community in order to to cross-pollinate with resources and Mm -hmm. motivation. And it's been super effective but the the specific trend that we're seeing right now and the reason i wanted to highlight this for our listeners and for our coaches is because this is where jobs are forming this is a, a huge market that money is just flowing into right now and there's a reason behind it um there's an epidemic of loneliness 
coming out of the pandemic, the statistics are really staggering. 36% of all Americans, 61% of young adults, 61% of young adults feel mm -hmm. serious loneliness. Yeah. Um, this is a study that came out of Harvard. And many folks, 43% say it's due to the pandemic. And this is the most heartbreaking statistic. Half of young adults who said that they're lonely said that in their recent memory, no one had taken more than just a few minutes to ask how they're doing in a way that made them feel like the person actually cared about them. Mm -hmm. So what do we do with this, right? Um, we know that society is fragmented. We know that the traditional community alongside those white picket fences that we were conditioned to want and to hold up as like, this is the way of life in America, especially, um, have kind of gone away. People don't know their neighbors. They don't talk to a lot of people. A lot of people work from home. They stay in their apartments. And so society is starting to look for ways to rebuild community around different aspects of wellness to create gathering spots where the element of care, knowing your story, uh, knowing you know what you're up to is actually part and parcel of the experience of coming in. Um, I started working on a project, working with a friend, just helping out here and there. Um, there's a gym that's being built in Philadelphia, where the story of all of the people who go to the gym is right smack in the middle of the, the group fitness experience. So that's actually mm. combining in real life with community-based wellness. And this is, oh, by the way, one of our Lumia coaches who took that notion of care and bridged it um, right into the this this gym. And the fellow who's the investor um, is from France. And he said, you know, living in the US, I miss the community that I used to have in France. And he said he sees so many people, young people uh, working from home with no anchor of community that they want to kind of like recreate that experience. Mm -hmm. And that's just one example. Um, there are so many. There's a place, um, it's called The Well, and they have locations in New York, Connecticut, and Costa Rica. And wow. they offer um, like beauty treatments, but they also offer classes and experts and access to wellness experts. So if you're a coach and you're listening right now and you're thinking, wow, like this sounds like a place I'd like to work. Um, the Well has locations in New York, Connecticut, and Costa Rica. There's another one in New York called Sage and Sound. Um, they have facials, acupuncture, they have a speaker series, and they have daily classes, everything from poetry to meditation. And coaching services are implicit you know, in all of this work, really bridging that gap, because one of the things that coaching teaches you how to do as a practitioner is how to care about someone, Yeah. how to ask those questions, how to build trust and safety, how to be intimate. And so it's a skill set that folks who are certified and credentialed have a serious competitive edge in the market of wellness practitioners to move into spaces like this. Um, have you seen any popping up in LA? No, uh, I'm, I'm sure they're here. Uh, but you know what I've seen is um, online, I've seen the explosion of micro communities. Mm. So 
um, I think uh, because it's not about like, I think how many followers you have now, it's more about um, taking the following that you do have and really building trust. Um, I know there's a platform I use called Circle. I think they just raised 35 million and uh, people are getting kind of sick of social media algorithms and all that. And there's a lot of uh, tech companies building platforms where you could build your own micro community. And so, yeah, it's happening online, offline. Uh, And, you know, the common thread between all these trends is the fact that um, there's evolution with uh, wellness in general. And then Mm. with that comes opportunity to coach and be coached um, as, you know, part of your life is just a, just a normal thing. It's not a, it's not a, a niche in, anymore. It's just the way we live. It, it is. It, it's the way we live. And that, that care piece, I think is in the center of all of it, you know, whether mm-hmm. it's, it's sexual well-being or in real life fitness or care centers, um, you know, or just the way that we show up as yeah. coaches day in and day out. So Thank you for joining me for this yeah. conversation and yeah. being on camera today. Um, <laughs> I'm excited to do it a lot more as we we truck forward into the new year. And if this is exciting to you, if you if you're excited about um, all of the things that we're talking about, or even any of the Lumia coaches that we've mentioned, come on in. Our community is so awesome, and this is where we have conversations like this. Mm-hmm. all the time, day in and day out, getting into the trends, getting into the opportunities and helping each other explore the the world as it's being built. Yeah. If you're interested in coaching, you shouldn't do it alone. And uh, here at Lumia, uh, we all kind of hold hands and it's, uh, it's a journey that uh, we all do together. So the water's warm. The water is warm. All right, my friend. I'll see you next time. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Everything Life Coaching. If you're feeling the draw to become a coach, head to lumiacoaching.com slash everything. Explore a new career that brings fulfillment, gives you a true sense of purpose, and a bold community to do it with. Lumia is ready to equip you with the tools, training, and community you will need to reach your goals. If you're ready to build a unique coaching business on your own terms while making an impact on the world at large, Lumia is the next bold step in your coaching journey. That's lumiacoaching.com slash everything. And hey, if you're waiting for a sign, this is it.